0: Hey, listeners, after five babies, I've changed a lot of diapers, and I have opinions about them. A lot of people think Pampers Cruisers 360 are best to use when your baby is older. But in my experience, they're the best diapers to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. That's because these diapers don't have ordinary diaper tabs. They have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that makes it so easy to change your wiggly baby who just can't stop moving, just slide on to apply, rip the sides to remove, and roll everything up with the disposal tape on the back. Pampers Cruisers 360 offer a gap-free fit that is up to 100% leak-proof, and just got even better with a new blowout barrier. And since these diapers stretch with your baby, your active baby can move all over the place, getting into everything as usual. Pampers Cruisers 360 are available in sizes 3 to 7 and now feature fun new prints. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand.
1: You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time. Your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day?
0: Welcome to best of both worlds. This is Laura. This is episode 35 in which we will be talking all things birthday parties. Yes, because by the time you have three or four children, birthday parties start becoming a major chunk of your life, both your own kids, other people's kids, sometimes even your own birthday parties. We have birthdays every year. Sometimes we celebrate them. Sarah, which, which birthdays, um, either your own or ones you've attended or kids, do, do you remember most?
2: I definitely have much stronger memories of my childhood birthday parties than I do of any of the adult ones. Um, My parents were good with birthday parties. We usually did them at some venue. So there was like a few mini golf years, roller skating was huge. It did multiple of those. And then I will say, you know, around that nine to 11 age range, the sleepovers were where it was at. (laughs) So definitely memorable, fun, and um, simple from my perspective as a kid. Although if I think about my brave parents, you know, having 10 10 year olds invade our house or however many there were, that's, that's, that's bold. I'm not sure I'm quite up for that yet.
0: What about you? Well, I think uh, from childhood, I, I remember a couple, uh, some early memories, ones that must have been like fifth or six, five or six year old birthday, um, like roller skating or something. I have one memory of uh, when I was in eighth grade, so I must have been turning 14, I want to say, uh, where I did have a bunch of girls over to, um, we watched The Cutting Edge. I don't know if you ever saw it. <gasps> uh, of course. Hello. <laughs> I think anyone born, like,
2: around the time that we were born has watched that. Probably. Yeah, Yeah,
0: so we watched that, and we did a game where we um, had two teams. We decorated uh, people up as Christmas trees um, Uh because, of course, I have an early December birthday, so it's always, you know, holiday tie-in type thing. Um, So that was kind of fun. I I just had some memory of doing – I don't know if it was roller skating or bowling or something when I turned 11, and I remember that uh, we – Took a bunch of girls from school. It must have been like a Friday afternoon or something, picked from school to go to the party. And Millie Vanillies, uh, blame it on the rain. <laughs> saw on the radio it was on the radio going there and then their like follow-up song to that was there on the way on the way home this was like this radio station was literally playing Millie vanilli every hour on the hour at that point which should tell you exactly when I turned 11 like within the month um, of, of when Millie vanilli was was popular but I, I probably as an adult one of my best parties was because uh, I've had a few for myself and uh, I turned 30 I hosted about two dozen people at a cooking school and we cooked our dinner um for the evening with our professional help um so there's a lot of wine and a dinner and it was it was fun uh you know a good way to that's
2: really cool and actually that's what we're kind of planning on for my almost 6 year old but probably a little bit <laughs> With less, less wine, wine for, <laughs> just wine for the
0: adults.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a fantastic party. And you also had a trip that was fairly
0: memorable, correct? Well, but it wasn't for me. It was um, now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, this was a really awesome 40th birthday party, although I can't ask the same people to do this again so closely thereafter. But uh, my brother-in-law, when he turned 40, he and his wife invited. He, so he he my husband is one of four children, so those four siblings have all remained fairly close, and so the siblings and their spouses we all went to Napa and Sonoma together for a couple days in it was May of two thousand and fourteen, and we rented a limo, and we would go to like a couple wineries a day and go taste the wine. We even actually got to go to French laundry. that was pretty impressive.
2: French laundry. We went, I can't, <laughs> we, we really don't have very, like our lives are not that glamorous, but I will say we share that one experience and I'm hoping someday to do it again. We did it for our 10th anniversary oh, nice. and it was, it was a lot of work getting those reservations, but it, yeah, it's, yeah. It off.
0: well, it's, it's funny because it's only in retrospect, I've thought about how amazing this, um, trip was, uh, but partly it's because I didn't have time to process it after because I came home. And about two days later, started feeling sick as a dog. And it turned out <laughs> that kid number four accompanied me on the Napa visit, and, uh, which is one of those things. It turns out that children, even in the womb, are highly resilient um, because I would not have gone to four wineries a day if I had had any inkling that I was pregnant. Um, but... Very, very that early. Awesome so I assume he was he was not actually receiving any he was I think he was must not have been implanted at that point. <laughs> so he was not yeah. he was safe. It's actually probably great that you didn't know. It would have ruined it. <laughs> well, that is true. I, I was glad that also it wasn't like three days later, because it would have sucked so much to be like nauseous for French laundry. Like can oh, you imagine? Yeah. Oh, like aversion to, make- to
2: like, you know, <laughs>
0: You go to this amazing restaurant and then like feel like you can only eat the bread.
2: (laughs) Oh oh my goodness. That just sounds like an amazing trip. I don't think I've ever done anything that ambitious for a family member's birthday, but Hopefully, maybe, maybe in the years to come, we'll have to see. Yeah.
0: No, oh, my my sister in law did a great job planning that. So that was that what was about a fun time.
2: what about your favorite kid birthday? Like for your kids. Oh,
0: that was fun. So when my oldest son turned four, this was shortly before we left New York. We um, sort of had a combo birthday party for him slash going away party, and we did um, the party at the American Museum of Natural History. And so it's really kind of a pricier party than I might have naturally done. And also because there's this one woman who's like party planning company has the contract with them. I don't know if that's still the case or not, but you had to go through this party planner to have your party at the Dinosaur Museum, which is basically what it is. You know, there's all dinosaur related stuff for my son's four year old party, which is what he wanted. So, you know, we had to go through her. But it was really fun. I mean, <laughs> you know that we're to have have a dozen four year olds there in this you know amazing museum, um, and uh, so that was a really good time. That sounds great. So, what's your
2: process? How like I definitely feel like I have it somewhat. A- down to a science at this point in terms of when I think about each kid's party and, you know, all the things that you have to do and the decisions you have to make. Do you have, are, do you feel like you have a down at this point? You've done a lot more parties than I I've I've have. A lot of parties.
0: So my philosophy is ideally, if we're going to do a party, we do it at one of those places that are just like birthday party factories, right? So, you know, the like go-kart place or bowling place or um, bouncy house type place. There was one birthday cycle for my older three children that they actually all three had their party at the same bouncy house place. Um, and it was awesome. Like, I mean, because i just call up my lady at the bouncy house place, um, be like, I want this date. Um, you know, they have the party platters that you could just order. So we'd do the cheese pizza for the kids and we'd also get... Um, you know, veggie platters and fruit platters. Cause I always, I always imagine some adults will stick around or, you know, you'll want to have something for them. And they take care of everything. And then you don't really have to worry about it. Um, you know, I try to be sort of, More inclusive than not in terms of inviting kids. Like many times, I've just tried, especially for younger kids, just invite everyone in their class. That seems to be the way to go because a lot of people won't come anyway. I, you know, not generally worried about having too many people with with that sort of thing. Um, You know, so that's generally what we did. What we've started as the kids get older, sometimes we try to do sort of bigger things with smaller numbers of friends. Um, So one year, we took my oldest son and his and three friends to a Phillies game. And, and that was, I think, a pretty big hit. Uh, the kids were a little antsy by the end of the baseball game because it turns out that baseball is sort of a long, slow sport. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's, uh, that's They quite, like that's the snacks, important. at least. Quite a uh, commitment. It's a commitment in terms of, of timing. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't feel like we ever have gotten really – we've done a few at our house. It's – I don't know. I always try to have somebody help out with it. Then generally, like one of our sitters will come help or um, you know, run some of the games or come up with some of the crafts. Cause I'm just not that kind of person. It's always fun for me to read stories about people who are. Like longtime podcast listeners may remember that I have a bit of a thing with um Martha Stewart Living Magazine. Um, that I read it a lot. <laughs> and in this most recent issue, um, So Jude and Truman are Martha Stewart's grandchildren. Um, They were born about a year apart, almost exactly a year apart. And they, so they have joint birthday parties that are, of course, run by Martha Stewart. And it becomes something she can put in the March issue every year of like doing a child's birthday party. So this year it was the uh, Lunar New Year uh, for the Chinese, Chinese New Year, I guess is what I mean. Um, And they did various dragon rooster related things. I guess last year was the year of the rooster or something. Uh, (laughs) They read, I mean, they had the whole Martha Stewart headquarters decorated for it. Of course, you know, it doesn't have to be that. (laughs) It doesn't even have to be the wonderful Jessica Turner. Does anyone, I don't know if anyone checks out her blog, who's listening to this, um, the mom creative. It's pretty awesome. She always has like backyard birthday parties where she, does amazing crafts and we'll have things like a photo wall where the kids can take photos of, of them dressed up in various things. And those are fun to read for inspiration too. But I think the important thing to keep in mind with people like this, I mean, that's one of their business lines. I mean, in her case, the mom creative is its own business. And obviously Martha Stewart, this is what she does. She does, you know, magazine spreads on parties. Um, So as long as you're only viewing it for inspiration, as opposed to thinking this is something you should do.
2: And to some extent, I mean, you have to think, is that something that's fun for you? Because I do have a lot of friends who really enjoy those crafty things. They get a lot of pleasure out of it. I don't. So I'd rather, you know, do things that I think the kid will really appreciate, but not spend time making things in, you know, crazily pinterest <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: because I don't feel like it's worth it in, in my case.
0: Yeah. Um, do You have a checklist though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pretty checklist? much. I feel, you know,
2: our, my kids' birthdays are about six weeks apart. So there's definitely a season. And, um, you know, Genevieve actually is about two months earlier than Cameron. So basically there's going to be four months of the year where I have to think about birthdays, which means – If I don't do them in advance, it's like by the time another party is happening, I kind of already need to be starting to plan the next one, if that makes sense. Um, And that's not because I want to put a ton of effort. It's actually because I just want to have all the options and just get it done and, you know, not run into the fact that now I have to call three cake places because you had to have a week lead time and I didn't do it. Like it makes it much easier if you just do it in advance. So I will just my checklist and I'm sure yours is similar is pick a date about eight weeks. In advance, don't wait because that way you're not going to have problems getting your venue. Um, Draw up the invite list, get your kids input, um, put the emails into. Usually I use paperless posts. That seems to be that or Evite that most people are using these days. I order the food, confirm any entertainment that we're doing, order the party bag stuff on Amazon. That's important because I don't want to be rushing around last minute for that and order the cake. And that's usually as long as the venue takes care of things like knives and forks and any kind of decoration, that's usually kind of it and then you can just show up and then it's shocking with those pieces in place how easy it is on the day particularly like laura said if you pick a venue that's good at doing birthdays and i don't necessarily always go for the I will say, like we've been to a lot of parties. I don't like doing the same ones that everyone does because then I feel like, oh, it's you know it's boring. I'm tired of another party at this play center, but I'll do things like a museum like the Miami Children's Museum does birthdays and they take care of all of it, but it's not as commonly used as a venue, or we're gonna use this cooking class studio or um Cameron's we've done at the the JCC does great birthday parties, actually, and you can do a number of variations there. so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess that would be the thing. Like, if you are doing a party at your house, you need to think through what the entertainment is going to be and, like, what the kids are going to be doing at different points during the party. Because I sort of thought about this with, um, I mean, you know, a lot of people when they plan their weddings, you put a lot of thought into things that aren't really as much a part of the guest experience as, like, what they're actually doing while they're there. Um, You know, people think a lot about the decorations and place settings and stuff like that. But, you know, the guest experience of the event is not the – Decorations. It's what they're doing while they're there, uh, and so it's the same thing with you know a backyard party. You got to say, well, what are the kids going to do when they get there, and and then what are they going to do for the ten minutes after that, and you know what are they going to do? That's another upside of using one of these birthday party places. Is they've got that down to a science. Like, and then you
2: can just kind this. of relax and enjoy and, and socialize during the actual party itself too.
0: Yeah, um, we we've. Um, often wound up leave, you know, if we will sometimes have a sitter come with us to help with the little one, um, cause you know, we've always had like, <laughs> for the bigger kids parties, we always have little siblings. Um, and especially if there are other parents around, like you want to be able to chat with them. You want to be able to focus on your kid. And if you're chasing a toddler, you can't. Um, so, you know, we don't want to leave the toddler at home necessarily, although sometimes we have if they're little, really little and won't notice, but, um, you know, that was one way we were able to to sort of make it a more relaxed and focused on the kid as well. A few questions here, follow up. What do you guys like to do for party favors?
2: Oh, well, we just did for Cameron. Um, I'm not so into the candy because everyone has all kinds of different allergies and restrictions for their kids. And honestly, I think there's too much candy around all over the place anyway um, sorry hazard of my job as a pediatric endocrinologist I'm not a big fan of like the ubiquitous candy so um, we did for his birthday there was a kind of a dinosaur theme we didn't really pull it very strongly throughout but I think we had dinosaur plates and um, we did and a, we it was basketball and dinosaur so there was dinosaur stuff <laughs> wow. and basketball stuff but for the basketball bars, Yeah. (laughs) For the party favors, we went dinosaur and I got these dinosaur eggs off of Amazon that you put them in water and they hatched. So very thrilling for a four year old. It takes like 12 to 36 hours. So there's a mystery and not knowing when that's going to happen. I think they were like at the most... Two dollars each, maybe a dollar each, and they came in like a big pack. And then um, I stuck in some dinosaur temporary tattoos and a little stamp and some stickers, and I put it in a bag and called it a day. And all that was purchased on Amazon in a time frame of about two minutes. And my kids had a fun time uh, putting everything together. So that sort of was an impromptu <laughs> activity um, to make an assembly line for all that stuff. So yeah, that that I like to do you know, one slightly bigger item. Um, you mentioned like a book. I think that's a fantastic idea. We got a book at a recent party um, that kind of, you know, met with the theme of the book. And that's so easy. Again, and then you just order a bunch of copies of that paperback from wherever and and then it's done. Yeah,
0: I mean, it can often wind up being similar cost by the time you add up a bunch of smaller little things. Um, you know, a book itself can can be somewhat competitive with that. and And it's a cool thing to get. Like it's an actual real present which is kind yeah of fun. Or, like or even something else you know like a box of crayons is pretty cheap too oh that's yeah our supplies are use. big i
2: think we got little mini play-dohs at one party and that was a big hit
0: or even like a pack of balloons i mean kids love balloons that's like half the fun of the party sometimes is <laughs> balloons so you can do balloons or bubbles or you know something that the kid will actually use um i mean, that's kind of the problem with a lot of the sort of plastic crap that kind of yes you know, it needs you know, to you're have picking it out little, of toy boxes forever aspect. Yeah, the consumable (laughs) is key. Also question. When do you guys hit drop-off age oh, in greater Miami? <laughs> I think we're
2: about to hit it with my daughter. Like, we've been invited to a few parties that are drop-off optional, um, and we've had mixed success with, with the drop-off banana, off. phenomenon ourselves. She, yes. she did not consider it
0: drop-off optional? Yeah,
2: or... well, yeah, it was a movie one, and she it, the movie was a little scary. So the, um. the combination of if it had been a movie that she liked, I think it would have been just fine. But, yeah, so I think, actually, for her sixth- birthday party, which is coming up, we're going to do drop off optional. So I think it's right around there. What about you?
0: Yeah, it was, I, you know, it's funny that when you move into a community and you have no idea what sort of the, the norms are. And also when, you know, you're a first time parent, like with your oldest kid, you don't know what people will do. And so up until age six, it was always sort of expected that you would be kind of at the party with the kid. And so, you know, you go to parties, you're kind of hanging out. A lot of parents have, if it's in their backyard, they have beer, which is great. I'm a big fan of having stuff for the adults too. So, so, you know, we'd been to a bunch of that. And all of a sudden I went to a a six-year-old party with my oldest son and there were no other parents there. And I was like, oh, (laughs) <laughs> am I not supposed to be here? Like, am I supposed to leave? Like he didn't really want me to leave. Cause this was the first time he'd ever been to something that was drop off either. Um, and, and sit, well, not the first, but it was, it was one of the first times he, and so you Know, I, I was like, oh, well, maybe everyone else knew this that all of a sudden the six year old party is when you leave. I um, feel
2: like at that age, it should be specified on the invitation what the situation yeah, is because it could be drop off required, drop off optional. Um, oh my gosh, Genevieve just made a rude sound. <laughs> that was,
0: that was Genevieve. It. So um, we are multitasking <laughs> here. <for real. laughs> um,
2: and yeah, there, I may be feeding a baby while we record this. Um,
0: yeah, well, if, you, if you manage to change the diaper too, it'll be very impressive.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I feel like it needs to or else it's it's confusing. And it also, it's nice when they specify if siblings are invited as well. Siblings,
0: oh, I am so big a fan of, of parties where siblings can come to. Um, you know, obviously I will stay and watch the little sibling. It's, you know, not something I necessarily expect another parent to take on unless it's, you know, sometimes it's that... Sometimes we know that family has a younger child of the same age as the younger sibling, and they're friends too. And so then it's then it's more sort of like, well, is, is everyone coming? In which case, we'll go ahead and bring the younger sibling too. But um the yeah, because you know, especially when you've got bigger families, the weekends are such this intricate patchwork of, of, of trying <laughs> to get people to the right thing, and so. Throwing a birthday party in there, you really you know want to come to a friend's birthday party, but um, sometimes it's really nice if you can bring another kid along, too, because then that doesn't mean that the other parent has to bring that kid to, say, a swim meet or to a basketball practice or whatever it is. Um, and, and so we've been very grateful when some people have been open to that. So we did, we did an option for my eight-year-old this fall, which I, I, I don't know if Sarah's a big fan of this or not, but uh, the joint birthday party. So mm-hmm. one of my son's little friends has the same birthday as him. And they had they had actually hatched this plan, I think, during little league practice when they were not paying attention to the ball um <laughs> in the spring that they would have a joint party in the fall. And um it, it wanted to be really cool because it was then a lot of kids. Um we we had it at uh this laser tag slash go-kart place, um, which had a bar attached. So that was nice for some of the parents. Um, they just go hang out in the bar. And, you know, it, it was a lot of the same kids would have been invited to both. So we didn't have to, I mean, I think it would have been nice of us to try to coordinate anyway, in the sense of either completely not having them at the same time, or if they're going to be at the same time, you know, make sure they're together. Um, so that I've seen... I don't know how you feel about like when you know twins have parties, often a lot of people have their twins parties at the same time. I assume when they get older, they might move away from that when it becomes more apparent that yes, <laughs> these people are different people <laughs> just because they happen to be twins. Doesn't mean they're the same person, but um, you know, what, what do you think of the no? Joint that's party? awesome. I, I was
2: thinking more like the sibling ones that I've seen. Oh, that, yeah. that I, I
0: think well, like Trude and Jude yeah. J- Trude, and, Jude and, and Truman. Truman. And yeah. They're going to have they're going to have the joint birthday party forever as long as Martha needs to make. A March spread out of it. She wants to
2: be able to make a big splash with both of them. No, but like I've seen people force it with like a five-year-old and an eight-year-old, and I feel kind of oh, bad. No. I'm like, oh, are they bo-? But maybe they wanted that. And you're and I never really they thought about that. Like my kids would not want that because they have their own specific desires for what they want their project party to be. And if I guess I mean, I guess we could have done a basketball dinosaur cooking party, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, our two kids who are closest together in terms of the birthday. So um Sam and Ruth are, are only two weeks apart, less than two weeks apart. Their birthdays, so we always have to plan the birthday parties at the same time. But I'm pretty sure they will never want the same party because they are different. Very, very <laughs> different. They are different. Um, you know, she's a girly girl. He's like the kind of kid who action packed. He's action packed. Like whether you want it or not. Like I have. Ugh, I mean, the the like volume of things that become weapons in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it doesn't even the the books that show up from the library and like you know, weapons. I mean they're just oh my goodness. He's very he's a little boy, you know and so he's never gonna want anything that's the same as hers. and in fact, their big gifts this past year was she went to the American Girl doll cafe with me in New York. He went to an Eagles game with me. <laughs> so very different. Um, so yeah, that will, that will never be an issue for us, I think.
2: Do you think that at some point you'll move to those experiences in lieu of parties?
0: I assume so. I think my 11 year old will probably be there this year anyway. I mean, cause I think it becomes either that you have maybe like two or three friends to do something with you and, you know, go out to eat or go to a, a sports game or, um, something like that. Uh, be, because it just you know it starts being a little bit less cool to have a party, and I I don't know I mean I think maybe the girls slumber party thing still happens for a while, um, but that that may be different for boys. I, I have three boys, so I think we'll we'll be more in that mode of of doing the smaller one or two buddies, go to a movie kind of thing.
2: I could definitely see that. I mean, because right now our parties sort of serve that dual purpose of being parent parties and kid parties. Um, But once they get older, if they, it's not going to serve that. So if they prefer something else or something bigger, then I'm all for, you know, doing those more experiential things. We do have sort of a rule in our house, ridiculous rule, that we go to Disney instead of a birthday party when you're three. (laughs) (laughs) ah so that's what we've done for Annabelle and Cameron um which works
0: well when you're three I don't know I mean do you I I guess if you're in preschool at that point then you do have a group of friends but yeah oh my little didn't have a real party for three because he hasn't in school yet yeah well
2: our school the preschool that we use starts actually at two so by three you're already getting lots of invites you start to know the other families and I actually felt kind of bad not doing it because I felt like I was you know not integrating it with Cameron's classmates, I guess, the way that I knew Annabelle's. But, um, you know, this year we did his fourth and um, it, it, it's fine. Now I know his classmates and I know their parents and it, it went great. So, yeah. yeah, I like our little three-year-old tradition. Like I think that's the earliest you can free- do Disney. <laughs> and
0: not-, <laughs> not have it be <laughs> horrific. Exactly. Like, yeah, Disney with very small children is, is oh my goodness, um, stressful. Unless you don't know any better. We went for the first time. when We had a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and oh, a 6 month
2: No way. Wow.
0: Uh, we have photos of me with the four-year-old and the two-year-old in the double-decker stroller and little Ruth and a carrier on my chest. And we kept having people come up to us saying stuff like oh my children are 48 47 46 <laughs> now but we were once there <laughs> I guess yeah well there you go You're like, I we'll have, have that, that too. too oh
2: my goodness that is that we went when cameron was 14 months and annabelle was three for her third birthday and that's when i realized three is the youngest age she <laughs> could <go> to see
0: <laughs> You not, just not do that again <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah well you live you learn and we can we can put that out there for our listeners for pondering that disney trip that you might wish to wait um, until they're old enough to not you know totally melt down in the hot florida sun while waiting in line for everything exactly. um so do we have anything other, other birthday party points we wish to make? I'm looking over our notes
2: here. Um, well, I, we sort of mentioned this, but I guess I would, I would be careful with going this quote unquote simple route and like using your house or a park, because I've found that that actually sometimes doesn't work to be that much less expensive and is a lot more work than the venues. Of course, your mileage may vary. It depends on what kinds of things you want there. Um, but kind of write out all the things you'd have to do and have to buy and make sure that it's, that it's worth it. That said, some of the park and house parties that I've been to have been some of the best because they could just be relaxed yeah. and, you know, um, but for me, I don't enjoy throwing them as much.
0: Yeah. And again, if you are going to do that, make sure you have enough adult coverage for the number of children who are showing up, especially if it is a drop-off party. Yes. Um, I mean, cause having like 10, seven year olds in your house is no joke. <laughs> 15 17 year olds for that matter oh. like yeah you, you, you know even if it's you know both you and your partner there are like it's not
2: <laughs> not easy totally- you sound like you're speaking from experience
0: um I would well we had one party I'm trying to remember if it was Jasper when he was in kindergarten, maybe. We had it in the house. And it was going to be an outdoor sort of garden-ish party. We're going to play in the backyard. It rained. Uh-huh. Um, so we had pretty much his entire kindergarten class in the basement. Um, uh-huh. It was fine. We had a good time. Uh, but it was a little bit nutty. Uh, and, and we even had – we had three adults. But it was still – you know he also had two younger siblings that had to be watched during that time, too. So it was, it was a lot of – Coverage, um, but <laughs> we're still here. Our basement is still here, so
2: and all okay, the kids you know. survived. So that's good.
0: All the kids survived. We're we're still we're still here. But uh, something to to keep in mind. Uh, I actually, uh, you know, one friend. Um, just a safety thing. A friend uh, threw a, a pool party, um, a pool birthday party for her son, and they hired professional life, yes, which I think is also absolutely. a very smart idea because, you know, you can tell people like if your child doesn't swim, you have to stay here. You have to be, you know, but like people have different ideas of what it means to, to
2: supervise, yes,
0: to supervise and what it means to swim. <laughs> so we have, we've definitely discovered that as well. So, um, we definitely have a rule that there's, you know, we have a backyard pool, but if there is always adults watching, there's like, you know, a certain ratio they have to hit for any number of kids, like the yeah. So we're we're very careful about that and I'm always glad to see when other people are too.
2: Yeah. Well for our QA today, we have kind of a special edition because Laura's gonna ask me her QA and and I gonna be- <laughs> am gonna
0: ask her QA. I'm looking for ideas. And actually it could be sort of a both QA in the sense of um so I am turning a milestone birthday that is not thirty right. <laughs> this year. And it's not fifty. It is not 50. <laughs> no, I'm t- I'm turning 40 at the end of the year. Actually, my, my husband's turning 50 this year, so we both have milestone birthdays. And I want to, um, I you know I don't I don't actually really totally feel comfortable planning his party for him. I need to have input from him of what he wants to do. I suspect it's going to be something more family related, possibly with his siblings, just as his um, brother did. Although we don't have time to plan a Napa party before his birthday at this point, uh, but. Yeah, so I'm gonna ask him what he wants to do. But for me, like I wanna do something really awesome for my fortieth birthday party. So Sarah, what should I do?
2: You should. I mean, I don't know that I have like earth-shattering ideas and we welcome further ideas from our listeners yes, as it. always.
0: What should I do
1: for my 40th party? But so the
2: things I came up with, well, I will say for Josh's 40th, we did an old fashioned party at our house. Um, you know, we actually, you know, ordered food from a restaurant, kind of did simple catering that way had a lot of wine and it was really fun, but it was, you know, it was traditional. We didn't do anything crazy. Some more like uh, out of the box ideas are you could do a cooking party. And I didn't know when I wrote this that you had actually done a cooking party before. So that was kind of spoiler, but you could either do it like professional cooking school or you could do kind of an iron chef style party where, you know, you're in teams and you have like a, some sort of, uh, quest and you can compete against each other and you have all the ingredients there and if you want to be really fancy you could like hire a professional chef to be a judge or something.
1: That's one yeah. idea.
2: You could do fun. a dedicated wine tasting party. Um you could, you know, make that as elaborate as you wanted to be or I've had friends that do an open that bottle night where everybody brings like their fanciest wine that's just been laying around begging to be opened and you go crazy with that. I also, you know, I didn't really think about climate cuz I live here, but I wrote to you that everything's more fun <laughs> on a boat. <laughs>
0: Party on a boat. <laughs> the problem is i turned 40 in december and everything is not more fun on a boat in the freezing waters of the schuylkill or the
2: delaware river you no know, i didn't <laughs> think through that but you could always you know go to bermuda or miami or somewhere else and be on true. a boat.
0: Miami. I'm, I'm gonna show up there and i'll be on a boat outside your house
2: <laughs> and then my last one that i don't think you'd be that into but i totally would be um a wine and paint party <laughs> you know one of those studios where you each get to like paint something or you paint the pottery and
0: you all drink Wine Faith and
2: the yeah, I think that would be kind of cool. So, those were my ideas, but I am, I, we would love, listeners. yeah,
0: no, we'd love other ideas. So, so please send them along. I, I, um, I'll, i have a couple months to ponder this. So, um, yeah, no, I like the wine. I, the, the sad part about turning 40 is that my ability to drink more than two glasses of wine is completely. Well, you'd have to take small sips of those very small, sips. <laughs> very small sips uh, to open that bottle, night. Um, yeah, so that, that'd be great. We had we had one other. So we're doing a double Q and A on this one. And this
2: one, I think I had gotten on my blog. Someone wanted to know what are my go to birthday gifts that I buy or that we like when we receive for the kids, and
0: I'll which think- adults too. I mean, I gotta say the wine thing is always a good. When we we go to parties, we um, have one sort of. If our, our wine collection, we have one area where we put the nice bottles of wine. So we don't accidentally like drink that on Tuesday night or something. Um, and you know, we'll often just, that's just a go-to thing, right? We have a stack of like wine bags and wine bottles, grab a nice bottle, throw a ribbon on the bag. You're, you're good to go. I mean, you know, cause even if the like, obviously, you wouldn't want to give it to somebody who, who doesn't drink. Um, but, you know, even people who aren't that into wine can always just use it for something else. Like, if they're hosting a dinner party at their house, they can they can use it. So that's sort of an all-purpose gift. I'm
2: all about the consumable gifts. Yeah. yeah. For adults, I like to give, um, yeah, wine is a big one. Coffee can work. Yeah. Or chocolate, cheese, <laughs> anything cheese. that's, like, edible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think is it's going to be a win as long as you follow that person's dietary restriction.
0: Although I've gotten some funny things in the past. I'm just thinking about um I mean one one uh, people brought me some funny presents when I did throw that 30th party, you know, many many years ago. <laughs> now uh, i got a pair of UGG um earmuffs <laughs> which i found hilarious because uh, people gave me those sort of gaggy sort of jokes which it was a nice gag gift like I, I those UGG earmuffs are not cheap um but that was funny somebody i threw a small 30th 35th birthday party um which they were supposed to, it was supposed to be bigger, but it snowed like crazy that day. And basically no one could get to the oh, restaurant. No. <laughs> so it was only a, a small, but hearty crew who showed up and then we were eating leftovers from the ref- restaurant forever. But um, somebody brought me a wooden sculpture of Rudolph. <laughs> that is random.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, this is the, I mean, when your birthday is close to the holidays, you get oh. holiday related stuff. Um But you know, so I was sort of thinking of that when Sarah made this list of of great sort of gifts you could give anyone, and on it it said swimsuits. I'm like, really? somebody would give you a swimsuit? (laughs) But she was like, This is a list for kids, (laughs) and then I pointed out that Play-Doh was also on the list. Play-doh was also (laughs) on the list. I'll give you guys the list. list. Do not buy (laughs) an adult a swimsuit unless it's like, you know, your sister's size, you know, and takes (laughs) it.
2: But I put on there books, Lego sets puzzles, calico critters are big in my daughter's class and they're expensive so they're a good gift cuz you can just get one little thing and call it a day and it's like a nice gift. Um bathing suits, that's big in Miami cuz everybody swims and I don't know they're fun for the they're useful, the kids like them. Uh they're yeah, bathing suits. Jewelry, little bracelets for girls, headbands, sunglasses, other accessories, pajamas. We got two sets of pajamas for Cameron's birthday and I'm like, "Yes, something that, you know, I don't want to throw out. Like this is great. Yeah, they're, they're
0: I would. I would, I would um, definitely put a check mark on you know next to uh, sunglasses and pajamas. too. Kids love sunglasses. Yeah, they're like fun and they're actually useful. Um,
2: shoes. <laughs> believe it or not, I have a friend of Annabelle's. We always buy each other's kids' mini Melissa shoes. And um, like, so we, I was asked the size, and it's like kind of. Our thing. Um, any kind of crafting supplies that are like disposable, um, sticker books. And we got a few um, Usborne, U-S-B-O-U-R-N-E, which is kind of a multi-level marketing thing, but they're also in regular bookstores. And I love their products. And no, I do not sell them. I'm not going to sell them, but I they make a lot of really, really cute, gifty-like books. So yeah.
0: Yes, that's true. Often you get those books, and they have a tag on the back saying "to buy or sell." Osborne, and I'm like, no, it's not the book. you can call, <laughs> call the local sales lady who's doing. Yeah, no, it is. But but some of them are fun. We have actually used a fair number of the the Usborn books that we have received from people who may be in on that scheme or whatever. But uh, yeah, they have like a lot of um, truck books, for instance. They have some lift the flap type books, which I mean, we we heard a couple weeks ago. I mean, the you know. Travel with kids. If you're on an airplane with a small child, a lift the flat book can occupy them for maybe like thirty minutes, which is golden um, to get thirty minutes of, of no screaming. So I, w- I would definitely say that's good too. Um, yeah, we've done a lot of Lego sets. I think books are often good um, if it's something your kid liked. Probably that kid would like it too. Um, you know, we've gotten a lot of gift cards, especially as the kids get older. You start getting a lot of like Amazon or Target gift cards. Uh, which is which is great, except like, I mean, we, we sometimes get bad about using them and then they become in a pile and we can't even remember which child got yeah. it. So if you're the kind of person who uses the gift card quickly, then that's Use good, those gift cards.
2: Otherwise, otherwise, you're just kind of like feeding those
0: <laughs> corporations. Feeding this beast. It's exactly. oh, yeah. <laughs> <That's>
2: crazy. <laughs> but there is no upside
0: to just giving money to Exactly. Amazon I don't think birthday, they need it, you, anything, know? you know. So funny. Yes. Oh my gosh! All right, well, there was a, that was kind of a lot of love of the week, so I guess we should do a love of the week too. Yeah, right? quick so. love of the
2: week, and we hope this episode wasn't too frivolous for you all. But you know, we've been we've been oh, we've I'm been heavy on the career content, um, so we just thought it'd be fun. Um, my love of the week is glitter tattoos. <laughs> so, you know, people do different things for their birthday party around here. There is kind of like most of the birthday parties we go to have some kind of. Entertainer, Either it's a princess or it's a balloon guy or it's a tattoo guy. Um, And it's actually not as expensive as it sounds. And so I looked around and decided, actually, I just checked it off the box um, at the JCC because, again, they make it pretty easy to get the glitter tattoo artist. And I love them because they're not messy like face paint, but they look really, really cool. It's like something for the kid to take home. Kids will – they love it. They'll stand in line patiently for like, you know, an hour sometimes. (laughs) And they're happy because they're, like, obsessing over which glitter tattoo they're going to get. And they wash off fairly easily. So, yeah, that's my fave um, little kid birthday party entertainment.
0: Yeah. I would say my dislove of the week is face uh-huh. painting. And that makes me, like, such a, like, birthday party scrooge. It's if there's such a an equivalent though. of – It's such a mess. And it gets, like, all over your – the kid forgets to take part of it off. It's on their sheets and pillow. And it's, like, all over your towels. And they're trying to get it off. <laughs> So yes, dis love of the week would be the um, be be face painting. So I'm going to have to look into the glitter tattoos so I can make that into my love of the week. Um, and that I won't have to be like no face painting, <laughs> please, no face painting. Um, so yes,
2: do you have an actual All right, right, well, or no, is- just a dislove? No, love?
0: Yeah, <laughs> let's just go with that. Let's go with that. Um, All right. Well, this has been best of both worlds. This has been episode 35. We've been talking all things birthday parties. We'll be back next week with more on making work and life fit together.
2: Thanks for listening. You can find me, Sarah, at theshoebox.com or at the underscore shoebox on Instagram.
0: And you can find me, Laura, at lauravandercam.com. This has been the best of both worlds podcast. Please join us next time for more on making work and life work together.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York city.